Here we are at Follow the Leader Podcast, man. This is your boy, Leader Johnson. And I want to talk a lot about the Eagles right now. Um, it's been big. To me, um, the offense itself has sharpened itself. The Wentz to Jackson. I repeat, the Wentz to Jackson combo is about to be something retarded. Like, you remember when McNabb and Terrell Owens was this powerful combo, quarterback to receiver combo. This is going to be even more dangerous because Jackson, it's been a lot of people saying Jackson can't run like he used to. He's getting older. Let me tell you something. You look at Jerry Rice, of course, I guess he slowed down a little bit, but he was always able to get separation on the receiver. He's smaller than Jerry Rice. We're talking about not talent. We're talking about speed, just speed. We're talking about if Jackson's better than Rice. No, we're talking about speed. Jackson's a smaller guy. You look at Steve Smith, he was always able to get separation on his receivers. Daryl Green stayed fast. And I mean, guys like that are always able to get open. And Jackson's not as old as y'all think he is. I mean, if he's still running this, this game with the speed, he can deliver. The only thing has been, you know, injuries. You know, with a guy that runs that fast, you know, injuries happen to him. But he always comes back. He's not a guy that's out for the whole year. You know, nothing like that. But anyway, just to go to this, you still got Alshon Jeffrey. You got your classic top-off receiver they've been wanting for a long time. You got your classic tall receiver that can catch the football. And then you got your classic number three receiver out the slot at Nelson Aguilar. I mean, what else can you say? And then you come with J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, who has been phenomenal in camp. Almost unguardable in camp. So that gives you four guys that Wentz can go to. Just just in that notion, you don't really need, when we won the Super Bowl, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Smith was coming along slowly but surely. You know, Jeffrey was coming along slowly but surely. He was connecting to him. You had Aguilar having a good season. But this was the guys. These were the guys. And then you had Zach Ertz. You know, you had Selleck. So, but these were the guys that he had for the Super Bowl, for his Super Bowl season before they went to the playoffs. Everybody talking about Foles. Foles didn't get him there. Foles completed it in the playoffs. You know, he, he got hurt, once got hurt. But Foles didn't play a whole season to get him to the playoffs. They had to get to the playoffs first to get to the Super Bowl. And that season was phenomenal. You put these guys with wins. You put Jackson. This is how much the experience of Jeffries and um, Aguilar in this offense and then you put Jackson. It's dangerous. And not to mention that uh, Mac Hollins, who I just heard recently, got an upper body injury, you know, along with his groin injury he was dealing with. Hopefully everything's good with him because he was doing good in camp. They got guys like Marcon Michelle uh, doing good in camp. So it's like they got, they got people that's going to be able to contribute even outside the top four. There's a couple of guys that have been doing real good in camp. You know, they'll get to. Um, but at running back, you know, Jordan Howard has been showing exactly how explosive he is. Then you got Miles Sanders, who says exactly. It's all a great. Then you got Corey Clement, the guy still there. And then you got Darren Sproles back. It's crazy. And then you still got Goder and, uh, Goddard and um, Zach Ertz doing their thing. This is a dangerous offense. And then we go to the offensive line. 
Offensive line, um, we know Peters, who they've also thinked about putting him at the guard position, which will be, I think will be great. The tackle position is a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more different. It's a little more different. Tackle position, you know, it's a, uh, you know, you got to move around more flexibly. You know, injuries can happen when you miss with edge rushers and guys on the, on, on, on the edge. Put him at guard, I think, would be, he'd dominate. And you got Andre Dillard, who was ready. Joy Malata's looking good, even though, you know, Joe Osman got at him recently in this practice. Um, Big V, Alex Samula, Steve Wazinski, Matt Pryor. I mean, they're deep over. They're deep now. They're deep at the offensive line position, which is real good, because that was a big thing last year. I think one thing Rosemont tried to make sure is that there was depth with the Eagles. It was depth, and I think that was big. I think that was huge. I think that was huge. So now this offense just looks completely complete. I mean, now you're looking at um, other guys like Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood trying to battle for a running back spot. If if so, it might be because Adams can go on a practice squad. We just think of that. They sound Orlando Scandrick, right? Which we're gonna get to the defense. There are guys that could definitely be on the practice. They have a talented practice squad coming up. I see it. Guys like Alex Singleton, their linebacker. If we can jump to the defense, you got Graham and Barnett. All right. Graham and Barnett are just gonna have a season that is gonna eat people up. And then Jackson's gonna really help Cox because Jackson's a pass rusher. It's gonna free up Cox. You're not gonna be able to block there for as easy as you used to. I mean, Jackson is a pass rushing specialist. Barnett is ready to blast off. He's ready to become that dominant guy. That's probably going to be the most dominant pass rushing line in the league. Hassan Ridgeway, we need a rotational guy. Oh, he's doing his thing. That's all we need. He's looking good. Tim Jernigan was a starter. Super Bowl starter. Super Bowl starter. Then you look at um, how good Josh Sweat is playing. Last year's draft pick, the talent that he has is a top five prospect coming out of high school. The type of talent this guy has to tap it would be big. And then you look at uh, Vinny Curry coming back, another Super Bowl guy to back up. That's just good on that line to, to have Curry and Jernigan to back up with two young guys, Ridgeway and Sweat. That's good in itself. Good Super Bowl experience on that line. And then you got the linebackers. Zach Brown, a vet, a playmaker. Nigel to help Nigel Bradham out. Still got LJ Ford. You got KGH and, and Nathan Jerry looking good. And then you still got Paul Rorolo. That's great depth. Rorolo is a depth guy. KG, then you look at the um the cornerbacks. Built. Darby and Mills are not ready. I'm not worried about them starting the season. They all are holding people back like Darby Mills and McLeod to fall back. Don't rush them in the camp for what? Rasul Douglas and Avante Maddox would do great starting. Sidney Jones is killing at the slot, at the nickel position. Then you talk about Cravon LeBlanc. And it's the reason why they signed uh, Scandrick because LeBlanc is going to be hurt. 
You know what I mean? We're getting this out, you know. LeBlanc is a beast. He's a beast. And Skandrick would be a good veteran to come in there to help out while he sit out. I mean, LeBlanc could sit out and be on the practice squad itself. I think Skandrick is he was when he was good with the Cowboys. He was one of the best, you know, cornerbacks you could see in the in, in the league. I mean, he's he was definitely a beast. A good playmaker can play safety or cornerback. And then you come now and you look at Andrew Sadejo, which I feel like was an underrated great signing to get a guy, a vet like that, who's a, who can play hard, really make plays on the field. And then you get Blake Countess. And if you look at all this, look at how good the special teams would be with Sadejo and Countess and Maddox and Douglas and Scandrick, if Scandrick is there. I think Scandrick will really make a, a good special teams guy. Sidney Jones. I'm just looking at the special teams. Um, KGH, Nathan Jerry, Paul Rorolo, all good special teamers. All of them, good special teams players. Mac Hollins. Good special teams players. If, if Mac is, you know, available on that, because Shelton Gibson's another guy who we forget was good at special teams, could make the team. So they got some standout special teams guys on this team. Josh Sweat. Special team studs. I mean, it's really good to see a lot of these guys who... Now, let's talk about some other guys. Alex Singleton and, and TJ Edwards and Joey Alfaro. These are all young guys. It's good to see some young studs along the linebacking court. Making some noise in camp. It's good to see that. Uh, guys like that. Mark and Michelle, another guy. These, these are the standouts who were undrafted. Who you look at like, wow, you know, these guys could really make something happen. Returning the ball, uh, I think Sproles has that until he retired. That's it. That's his spot. And if you're talking about kickoff return, I think it's Corey Clement. I think he's done it so long, I don't think nobody else. And Boston Scott is a guy, another guy you got to watch out who could take that spot. I could see that happening. I could see that happening, uh, him making a team because of his special team ability. It's got so many ways to go. I think Boston Scott and Corey Clement are the only guys I'm looking at right now as the kickoff returners. No question. I think those are the two guys we're looking at on kickoff returns. Punt returns is Jackson or Sproles, and I feel like it's Sproles to lose. I think it's Sproles is definitely in there. You got dangerous guys that have, have returned kicks and have done great. Only reason Clement didn't return last year because he was hurt. Clement, that's his spot, kickoff return. So this is a, a very complete team, super complete team. And as we um, get more into it, I really want to focus on one position, which is running back. Uh, Miles Sanders, I'm looking at an a, a 800-yard season out of him and Howard. It's because of the way they rotate the ball with Clement. You got three guys who can get the ball. I don't think Sproles were getting touches like that. He might get surprise touches if it's a blowout or something like that. But he's really going to be a receiver. And people got to realize how dangerous Sproles will be. Sproles will be a defender. I mean, it will be an offensive player that you're going to not, he's going to be a surprise because you're, you're worried about Jackson, you're worried about Jeffrey, you're worried about Aguilar, and then you're worried about Ertz 
Then you forget about Goder. Do you forget about Arcega Whiteside when they put them in there? But don't forget about Sproles. They're going to forget about him. When he's on the field with Jackson and, and Jeffrey and Ertz, you're going to forget about Sproles. Richard Rodgers is another guy that I, I talk about. I want to talk about him real quick. Just throw him in there. We forget that this guy caught eight touchdowns. One, and He's in there because of blocking, specifically because of a blocker. Just like Sproles will be in there. To, so many ways you can put him in the offense. But Rodgers is a good blocker. Then you look at the red zone offense. When you want to put another 6'4 guy in there to catch the ball, you put Rodgers in there. So they're dangerous in so many ways because of surprises. Guys you won't even see consistently. They can throw in the playbook and they can get you for a first down, for a touchdown. They got so many different weapons. It's almost going to be fun to watch. So, I mean, super fun. I know it's going to be fun to watch, but it's going to be extremely fun for a person that don't even like the Eagles. They're they going to be fun to them guys. Um, but, but Howard and, and Sanders are going to put pressure on defenses. We're talking about the receivers. Both these guys, Howard has shown he can catch out the backfield. Miles Sanders, we know about him. And then you still got Corey Clement. We know he can do both. We got three all-purpose running backs that can hurt you in – Double ways. I wouldn't be surprised to see Miles Sanders return the kicks. I'm serious. Miles Sanders did that in Penn State. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him get him touches and returning kicks. Because he's that type of explosive back. I just really think this running back, everybody talking about Jackson. And people ain't thinking about what Jeffries, after missing that catch, how he's thinking. Jeffries has been an impact receiver since he's been here. When he came off his injury, he was immediately impactful. Everybody talk about, well, Wentz don't use him right. And it, it could be. Wentz is just, when a quarterback, Wentz knows when people talk, excuse me, are talking about him. Hiccups, crazy, crazy hiccups. When people are talking about him, he improves. He's not that type of player. What are y'all getting from this? Like he's this bad person. He made mistakes with some, some teammates, so rubbing the wrong way. And personally, I was like, whatever. Y'all sound stupid. Went to young quarterback, we done won Super Bowls, and y'all still saying some stupid stuff about what he need to do to make y'all good. I mean, seriously. I mean, I understand what you want. You want stats, but you want a Super Bowl. Who was on there who won a Super Bowl who said that? Who said that? And if somebody said that, well, listen, you go to Winston, you talk to him. And now Winston's saying, okay, I feel it. I don't want it to be like this. I didn't mean to be like this. I didn't mean to rub people like this. And for him to come out is the classiest thing to do. Now you see what he's doing with guys like Jeffrey, with guys like Jackson. Those two guys are going to have super seasons. And back to the running back. They're going to, like, the running game is going to really put pressure on people. Because you could put Howard, you could put Sanders, you could put Clement, and they're going to pound the ball with just the best offensive line in football. And this is going to make Jeffrey and Jackson just eat people alive. Zach Ertz, another great season. He might have the best yard per catch season he's had in his whole career because it's going to be times where he's just going to get away from people. You're not going to know. There are not too many defenses as deep as our defense in the, in the, in the secondary. So you're going to have to have that type of defense to play the Eagles. I can go back to the secondary. Let's talk about Darby and Mills. These guys get down. They proved it when we won the Super Bowl. Now Rasul Douglas and Avante Maddox and, uh, and Sidney Jones are, are in the fold. 
Then you got Cravon LeBlanc or Orlando Scandrick. I mean, just look how good that is to have two cornerbacks in the back that can really get put into the starting field and do their thing. I'm really excited about the um, the secondary period. We forget about Trey Sullivan at safety. He'll probably be on the practice squad. It's going to be real. I'm real anxious to see how things are going with the defensive rotation and uh, this team. But I just wanted to give a quick update. It's the Eagles. Um, further on to the running back, just before I go, I just feel like uh, Miles Sanders is a gift. I mean, I was hoping the whole draft we got Miles Sanders. I don't care if it was the first round. I seen this. I'm a Penn State fan. So I remember when they recruited him, he was the number one running back in the nation. I remember when he was sitting behind Saquon Barkley. I was like, wow, they got the number one running back in the class sitting behind a beast like Saquon. And so he learned from Saquon. Not only that, he delivered his first year starting. He delivered. And now he's looking good in camp. He's going to be something different. It's not us. It's more games being played. So I see. I could see 1,000 yards coming from Miles. And it's, I don't want to throw a thousand yards both at two running backs, but I can see a thousand yards from both running backs. We're talking about Jordan Howard once again. Last three years, only two running backs have rushed for more yards than him. That's Gurley and Elliott. So Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Ty Gurley. He's underrated at Indiana. He used to pulverize defenses at Indiana. He's probably the most, to me, he's the most underrated running back in the league. Just look at his stats. Look at what he's been through. He's the most underrated running back in the league. People don't think of him as that type of guy. Well, with the Eagles, you're going to see what Jordan Howard is about. This is going to be the best running back tandem in the league. I just don't see nothing going. I mean, if somebody said I was crazy, I would, would, okay, I could uh, let you have that air because Miles Sanders is a rookie. But this man is... I'm going to say, and I'm going to go out on a limb saying, this guy is better than advertised. And then you're still going to have Corey Clement being a beast at the third guy. Then you're going to wonder how they're going to use, this is really going to be good. Sproles, this is going to be a good, this is a very good running back unit. This is an A-plus running back unit. You can go rate them this C and all. No, this is an A-plus running back unit. I mean, Corey Clement has proved to you what type of running back he is. Sproles is a dangerous four guy at the four position. Usually Sproles is number two or three. And sometimes one, it depends on who gets hurt. But he's usually at two or three. You put this man at number four. And then you look at his numbers. Just look at his career numbers. So you got four good running backs. Ready to splash. I mean, Sproles is good for him because he don't get to get all those touches. So when he get in there, you're going to be like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say what I project him to have this year. I, I mean, if, if I had to, you know, if I, you want me to guess, I say 100 yards rushing. And I say um, 250 yards receiving. About four touchdowns receiving. I don't see running back touchdowns. I don't see now. I just don't see four yards per rush. Um, about 11 yards per, per, per uh, catch. Corey Clement, um, if I'm talking about a running back 
getting the ball. I'm gonna go with 300. I'm just gonna go. Out, I'm I'm, just, I'm looking at 300 yards rushing, and I'm looking at about uh, by about 150 yards receiving, maybe two touchdowns. I just think that at that third running back position, because of what Howard and Sanders will do, I don't think it'll be. A, he'll have four yards per rush. He'll have a a good a good um. I think he'll have like 24 yards per per, per kickoff return. Hopefully a touchdown. They have a couple of good breaks, but um, that's it. They'll be effective, but they won't get as many yards. I just think that eight hundred to a thousand yards for uh, Sanders and Howard will go, and one of them will have ten touchdowns. One of them will have close to it, eight, eight and ten. Miles Sanders, I think he'll have three hundred yards rushing. I mean, receiving. I think Howard will have two hundred and some yards receiving too, uh, a two hundred plus yards receiving also. I think. It's the 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 passing attack of Philadelphia is going to be different, and um, like I said, Miles Sanders will turn into a guy that'll have three hundred yards receiving. Out of all those guys, I think Sanders and, and Sproles will be the most effective as receivers. But then again, two hundred and fifty yards also for uh, Jordan Howard because he's working out good as a receiver. I mean, a lot of short yardage, read option passes. Those running backs are going to eat off of that. I even see, I can see 300 yards receiving from Howard. I just think those two guys are going to get their work. And um, when we talk about Philadelphia, we talk about those running backs. So, yo, I'm, I'm going to be out. Y'all just want to get a quick glance, talk about the roster, and focus on the running backs. Next time I talk to y'all, we will focus on the wide receivers even more. Who is going to be that guy who is going to be what the stats are going to be like, uh, what do I anticipate. And we are out, man. Follow the leader.